0: Hey everyone, welcome back. This is the Showing Up to Your Life podcast and YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns. I'm really excited to be here with you today. I'm very happy to be here with you today. It's uh, Monday morning. It's, this, it's the winter solstice, which is exciting, right? Especially for us in the Northern Hemisphere. This is super exciting because this is the shortest day of the longest year that any of us have ever known. And, um, and so we can all have some uh you know some solace in that (laughs) solace in the solstice um but but you know it's interesting that you know that i start out that way and obviously that's kind of a joke but it's you know the the solstice is a, a time it's you know a lot of people believe in this as a time of of reflection you know and i think that's no mistake right because even if you're not really into the the whole you know solstice and equinox celebration thing which i am not either i just happen to have some friends who are and so on social media this morning Morning, I saw a bunch of uh, things about it, you know, so, so it's not, you know, uh, even if you're not into that, which again, I am not really that into it either, um, this time of year is, is naturally a time where we are going to tend to reflect back on things you know this is the end of something right this is the end of you know of the year right it's the you know now again the way the solstice works you know is that we're gonna get into the winter months we're gonna kind of you know go into this this period of darkness right where, where we're going to emerge in a few months with spring you know but right now everything you know all of nature kind of hunkers down and lays beneath this this blanket of snow and just you know kind of slumbers so so in a way it's this very much this this feeling of something ending just like on our calendars right it's it's the end of the year you know and of course you know when we're you know in in jobs and in you know school years and all that you know it's very very much a tangible thing right like this is the end of the year which again uh, you know, this year, I don't think anybody is sorry to see this year go by, right? And, and to be put to the, you know, to, to turn the page on this year, right? And so, but again, it's, it's a natural time for us to reflect on things, right? And, and this year, as, as no other year, you know, a lot of, t- a lot of the reflection that we might be uh, doing, you know, might be centered around things that are, you know, not that great right now. You know, maybe things are not the way that you were expecting them to be, and maybe you're actually struggling pretty deeply, you know? And, and I just, you know, before I go even further on that, if you are struggling, and I'm gonna get into some, some very important practice that you can do at the end of this podcast, so please stick around, or, or fast forward to the end and, and watch it, but, um, but if, you're, if you're suffering, during this holiday season right now um, you know and and it doesn 't even have to be that you can 't pay your bills or you can 't buy Christmas gifts. you know it could even be just that you know at the end of this year you know maybe. You know, you have a few extra pounds that you wish you hadn't put on over the years or the, over this year or, or maybe, you know, um, you know, things aren't as feeling as happy at this time of year as you wish they would. You know, they, there's even small levels of suffering, but on any level that you might be suffering, you know, I want you to know first and foremost that you are not alone in the suffering, okay? And I'm gonna to get to a really important and valuable and really helpful practice at the end of this uh, podcast today that's gonna to give you a tool that, that's going to revolve around this concept that you are not alone in your suffering. It's gonna really help, okay? So stick around for that, or again, fast forward to the end if you have to. Um, But before we get into that, you know, I want to also bring out the fact that, or remind you of the fact, this is something I talk about quite a bit here, so it's probably not news to hear me say this. Um, But, you know, each of us as human beings, right, in our psyche, we have this thing called the negativity bias, right? It's an implicit bias that we all possess that we, you know, it makes us look at the negative more than it makes, more than it allows us to look at the positive. And I do mean allow, right? Like, you know, literally what an implicit bias is doing is it's literally filtering out all the stuff that you're seeing, all the stuff that you're thinking, all the stuff that you're hearing, everything is filtering through this bias, right? And the only things that your negativity bias is letting through, or at least at a very big margin, right, which is um, about three to one, right, like three negative things for every one positive thing is getting through this filter, right? And so therefore, when we look back at a year like any year, right, but this one in particular, right, especially with everything going on around us, right, all of our friends are complaining, we all got jokes on Facebook about how this year is the most awful year, like, you know, like a friend of mine just posted that this, as I said earlier, this is the, the, the shortest day in the longest year of our lives, right, this is, there's all these jokes, so it's constantly reinforcing in our mind, you know, even subconsciously, right, it's, it's, it's reinforcing in our mind how bad things are right and and it's really easy to to you know to fall into that again this is under normal circumstances right but it's really easy to look back on the past year and see nothing but woe and dread and horrible times and and this can have a really deep impact especially again because this time of year is automatically that time of year where we look at where we're at we look at our lives and we tend to think about you know, the people we've lost, the people who are no longer around that we can't, you know, even if we didn't lose them in the last year, you know, it's like this time of year is when we remember those things right and of course you know this is on top of you know the the you know garden variety uh, trauma that we might deal with around the holidays you know perhaps you know when you were a child perhaps there were some uh, you know family trauma uh, and I don't mean to laugh at that I'm laughing because I have a ton of this and so it's you know um, it's something that I, I try to laugh off I guess uh, but I'm not laughing at, at any one situation for sure but but again maybe there are some traumas you know inherent in the christmas holidays you know maybe there were some family behavioral issues or maybe there was some some scarcity or some lack or maybe there was overabundance whatever it was you know that is there too still right and that's going to be a normal thing every single year right and so so let's review so we have you know the the normal sort of everyday trauma that goes on we have our normal natural negativity bias that's always there but right now you know it's it's in high alert right and that that this happens to be the, the hardest year that most of us have ever experienced right you know along with some some really you know not only is this the hardest year we've ever experienced but a lot of us are experiencing things even physically That we've never had to deal with before, right? Like we're not moving as much, we're not exercising as much, we're not, you know, we're overeating, we're not eating as healthy as we normally would, you know, because our access to these things has been limited, right? Like we can't necessarily do the same things that we always have wanted, you know, always have done, right? Like your gym might be closed still, you know, and it's impossible for you to get there, or maybe you're at home now with two kids who normally would be in school or however many kids you are in your house who. would normally be in school so you can't do those things that are the self-care and 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 you know healthy things for yourself to do right so all of this matters it's all it's, it all counts right and and so so it's you know there, there's you know sure there's a, a definite benefit to noticing what is good in life, right? And I've talked about that here a lot. The way to sort of, you know, uh, balance out that negativity bias is to pay attention intentionally to those things in our lives that are actually really good right now. The things that are going well, right? And yes, there are always things that are going well, right? Like if you, you, know, if you can't pay your, your heating bill, at least you're still in a, a house, right? That you're, you're, you have a roof over your head, right? So I mean, that's obviously an extreme level, and I hope that's not something you're, you're dealing with, but even if you are right now, you should know that there are lots and lots of other people who are struggling in the same way, and there's also lots and lots of resources that you can find help. Okay, so there's, you know, there's, uh, you know, community groups, there's government programs, there's church programs, you know, there there are plenty of ways in which you can reach out and get help. And I, I really encourage you if you are struggling to do that okay? Now, of course, some of my international people listening to this podcast and watching this YouTube channel are probably shaking their heads like, gosh, how hard is it to live in America? And that is something to acknowledge also, that it's, it's harder for us, right? But again, notice the positive, right? I know I just went backwards a little bit. So, so yes, it is very, very valuable to notice the positive, okay? Like, if you can't get uh, gifts, as, much, give, as many gifts as you would hope that you want to get for your children, and you know that there's going to be some level of disappointment right know that you do have love in your heart that you can spill out to them you know at a moment's notice with no end, right there's no limit to the love that's in your heart so even though you know your kids might not get the physical material things this year that they want you know you can still love them you can share time with them you know so these are the positive things that we can use to counteract that that negativity bias right But there's even something else that we can do. That, that's really, really very helpful. And, and it's actually something that happened to me this morning, uh, ironically. Um, and, and just so you understand, like, I, you know, when I talk about the family traumas about Christmas and I talk about the difficulty around this time of year and, and how difficult this year particularly has been, you know, I'm speaking from personal experience. You know, this has been a very, very difficult year. You know, this holiday season is more difficult than they usually are, but they usually are very, very difficult for me personally. Right. And so so I'm in this place and it's and it's really, you know, and obviously, you know, I work with people every day. So I'm constantly, you know, working on ways to to neutralize negativity biases and and and, you know, kind of accept the the situation and, and the circumstances. And that's something I do all day, every day and still. I feel this like you know this heaviness in my heart a little bit because my heart has that memory, right, my heart knows that that this is a a time that's that's difficult, you know, so I feel it. And I want you to know that you know, if I'm feeling it and I'm somebody who practices, practices this stuff every single day, all day, every day, well, then you might be feeling it too and you might be feeling it even stronger. And if you are, again, I want you to know if, if you need somebody to talk to, if you're feeling very alone or very um, you know, in distress and you need some help, then, then call me, okay? Just you know, get in touch with me via email. We'll jump on a phone call together. I will listen to you. I will hear you. And I will feel you. And if you and if there's something I can do to help you, to to help you look up resources or or to help you get through this time, then I'm here for you for that. Okay, so so please, if you need that, please do reach out. Okay, but if it's not an emergency for you, if you're not in this place where you're, you know, really, you know, in, in a traumatic emergency kind of situation, you know, it still might be very hard. You know, again, we all all feeling the difficulty this year, right? I don't care who you are, you're feeling some level of difficulty in this year, unlike any other year okay and so one thing that I wanted to 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 convey to you which is this thing that my friend said on Facebook this morning you know and again she's my dear friend she's one of these people who who is one of these people <laughs> you know she's someone who who really does celebrate the the solstices and the equinoxes and she, she's very into that sort of um you know natural world kind of vibe and I find that very beautiful I don't personally celebrate it, you know, I mean, I, I try to be aware of it as much as I can, but, you know, I grew up in New York City, so I was very much, you know, divorced from nature growing up, so I guess that's just sort of the way I go, but anyway, it's not really about that, it's it's about this thing that my friend said this morning, right, and she said in her, um, in her, it was a Facebook post, right, where, you know, she, she said that, you know, um, celebrating the solstice today, I have so many amazing plans or something like that. But then she said that I'm I'm doing a lot of reflection today and honoring where I am at on my journey, right? And I thought that was a really beautiful kind of concept, right? This, This honoring, of where we're at, even if, and, and I'll tell you right now, you know, my, my my friend, she has a beautiful family, she has a beautiful uh, uh, husband, and, and she's beautiful, and everything's beautiful for her, and but she has hard times, you know, and I happen to know that, you know? Um, you know, and, and you know, really hard times. You know that, that we, you know, again, you never know. Now I'm going to get into that tomorrow. I'm going to talk about that, uh, how we can really uh, honor the struggles that other people are having this time of year because we don't necessarily know. But anyway, the point that I'm trying to make is that you know, while my friend is in, you know, she's having, she she has had and and continues to have all kinds of issues that arise, right? Like like many of us, right? But there's something about honoring where I'm at right now. Okay, even though again, maybe I have a few pounds on my body that I wish weren't there. Maybe I've got, you know, kids at home who, who, you know, normally would be in school and I'd have some free time to do things. Maybe I'm not getting as much sleep as I want. Maybe I'm not eating as healthily as I want. Maybe I'm I'm not exercising the way that I, I would normally. And and all of this is impacting me, right? And of course this is not and, and you know, maybe I don't have as money to as much money to buy gifts for people. Maybe I can't travel home home to be with my family because of the pandemic that's raging around the whole earth right now, you know. But still in 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 light of all of that or or in spite of all of that, right? I can still honor where I am, right? Because what happens when I can honor where I am and when it can, when I can accept these circumstances that are here, and I can accept them for exactly what they are, and then I can honor who I am and where I am and and everything that's brought me to this moment, right? When I can do that, now I can grow through the situation. Now I can learn from, from my path to this point and learn from this moment itself, right? And then once I can, once I can accept and I can start to grow and learn through this experience that I'm having, that I've had over the last year or however long, right? Now I can see it for what it really is, you know? And that's again, getting back to the negativity bias, that's what the negativity bias makes us do right it makes us look at things and see things for how they really are not right they they make us think that things are literally 3 times worse than they really are right and so so, so when we can get into a place of saying, okay, even though I am not who I had planned to be, I'm not where I plan to be, I, I, you know, I'm not satisfied with my place, that's okay, right? like There's nothing wrong with, with, with wanting to be in a, a more healthy position, wanting to be a more abundant position financially, uh, wanting to, to have you know, different family dynamics happening. There's nothing wrong with any of that right, of wanting to be better, but when we focus on how bad things are, right, what we're doing is we're seeing them for worse than they really are. But when we can just acknowledge what is happening, now we can see it for what it really is. And once we can do that, now we know what we're working with, right? The other way to to just kind of, you know, unintentionally and unconsciously just, oh, it's so hard, what am I gonna do? I'm I'm, I'm overweight, I haven't exercised my kids, my food, my, my parents, I can't do, you know, when we start doing that, right? It's, it's almost like trying to draw a picture with your eyes closed, right? Like, you, you know, you, you can try that or if you've, I'm sure you've at some point done this and tried to write a word or two with, with your eyes closed, right? Like you feel like while you're writing it, it feels like, okay, yeah, I got this. This is no problem. I can feel where my, but then you look, and it's like, whoa, what the heck is that? Like my, my, this is all kind of, you know, not even close to what I thought it was doing with my hand, right? And so so, so you know, acknowledging and, and and paying attention to what is really happening as it is right, accepting that this is what is happening. Yes, my kids are not gonna get as many Christmas presents this year. Yes, I'm not going to be able to see my family this year. Yes, I am, I am scared about getting sick. Yes, financially things are hard. Yes, work is terrible. Yes, 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 all of this. But when I can see it, right, when I can acknowledge that yes, this is all true, but then I can see, like, it's like writing with my eyes open. Now I can see, okay, but this is true. But this is exactly what's true. And now I know the things that I can do to change. And now I can make plans. Now I can say, okay, if I do this a little bit every day, what will things look like in a few months or whatever, right? And so, so again, it's only through the acceptance and the honoring of where we are in our journey that we can affect any kind of change, right? Now, here's a really, really powerful and amazing practice for you. Now, I've told you all this before. Maybe you didn't catch that episode before. Maybe it did, and this is just a reminder. And Maybe you'll say, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I have to do this practice because it's a practice of self-compassion, okay? And Self-compassion is is just absolutely unambiguously shown to be very beneficial to our resilience, to our optimism. Which opti- you know, those are the first two uh, constituents to to uh, to well-being. By the way, right? Uh, it, it's also uh, it also helps in our attention, which is the third constituent of well-being. Um, it, it helps with generosity, too, because you're more generous with yourself. So it's all four of them, right? All four of the constituents of well-being are rooted in the practice of, of, uh, of um, uh, self-compassion, but so many other you know, benefits, right? Uh, emotional intelligence, uh, res- um, I said resilience already, uh, you know, optimism, I said that already too, uh, uh, you know, lower levels of anxiety, depression, stress, higher levels of, of happiness, fulfillment, um, uh, you know, general physical health. I, I could go on and on. It's, it's just so powerful. So I want you to, to consider doing this, okay? And if you want this in writing, I can certainly send this to you in writing. This is a, a practice that I learned through study um the uh the psychologist Dr. Kristen Neff. Dr. Kristen Neff, N-E-F-F, uh, has dedicated her whole career to self-compassion, right? Mindful self-compassion. So you can imagine that I'm a big fan, right? And so uh so this practice comes from her, and I I'm I'm just you know, I want to share this with you, uh, giving her credit for it, um, but it's really just a practice of mindfulness and and, and the ability to be uh, compassionate to yourself, okay? It's very, very simple. So the first thing that that is that is vital for any kind of compassion is to, to notice the suffering, right? And that goes for compassion for others as well as compassion for ourselves. If we don't notice the suffering of another, then we simply can't feel compassion to them, Right? It's impossible. Right? You must be able to see the, the suffering before you can want to, you know, help with the suffering. Right? Makes sense, right? So the first thing, the first, this is a three-step process practice. Okay. So the first practice is to just acknowledge the fact that this is a time of difficulty right? And literally, just say that to yourself. If you're alone, go ahead and say it out loud. <laughs> if you're not, just say it inside your mind silently to yourself. Just say, this is a moment of suffering. This is a time of difficulty. This crap is really hard right now, <laughs> right? something. This year sucks for me, <laughs> you know, something like that, right? Whatever works for you, right? Now, the second step is to, now Now, one of the things that we do when we're feeling this, this, you know, the grips of, of, of difficulty on us, right? One of the first things that we're likely to do is to believe that we are the only ones who are suffering in this way, right? And that's, that's a very common thing, again, Dr. Neff has has devoted her entire life to this work right and so so it's it's that's how common it is right um it's it's worthy of a life's work, and she's not the only one I mean there's hundreds of scientists who are working on self-compassion and Dr. Neff herself said that the the research is coming out so quickly that she can't even keep on top of it anymore All right. So that's how many that's how much information is out there about this. Okay. So so you are not alone when you feel that sense of of solitude, of 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 you know, of, of this difficulty that I'm going through. Like nobody else could be feeling it the way that I'm feeling it right now. It's not true. No matter what it is that's going on, whether it's holiday difficulty, you you screwed something up at work, you you fell down on the ground, you know, whatever it is, right? You know, you are not the only one who has ever experienced that, okay? And it's important, it's really, really helpful to, to acknowledge that fact that you are not alone. In fact, there is a deep connection through the suffering that you're experiencing to the rest of humanity right? Like, you know, like if you want to talk about financial difficulties, right? There's people who live in this world who live on almost nothing, right? So compared to the way we, even somebody in the, in the uh, you know, Western hemisphere or, or Western society, right? That what we consider suffering and what someone in a, uh, an impoverished developing country would consider suffering are completely different, right? And so, so you, can, you can tap into that, Right? If it's, you know, there, there are other people who can't afford Christmas gifts. There are other people who can't travel home right now. You know, given the fact that it's a global, a global pandemic, there's, you know, there's billions of people all around the world who are experiencing the same difficulty that you are. Okay, so that's step two is to acknowledge the fact that you are not the only one suffering the way that you're suffering. Okay. Now, number three. Is to talk to yourself the way you would talk to someone else right so many of us have this this belief that if we if we're hard on ourselves we'll just we'll we'll you know motivate ourselves through through like cracking the whip you know but again research is abundantly clear and unambiguous about this that that it is being kind to yourself the same way you would be with someone else that is beneficial to you right so so what i would recommend is is you know, picture every other circumstance of your life being exactly what it is, except it's not you, right? Picture somebody else in your position, right? and 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 what would you do to that person right the first thing you would do is you would reach out a hand and you would you would touch their shoulder you would squeeze their knee you would give them a hug you might touch their cheek if it's one of your kids right you would do something to to comfort them physically because that's what we do as mammals right that's how we operate right it's our it's our instinct and it's the way in which we feel things physically right So go ahead and put your hand on your cheek. And if that's not comfortable, put your hand on your heart. And if that's not comfortable, hold to your hand and, you know, maybe give yourself a hug. Maybe it's a hand on your knee, just squeezing a little bit. You know, whatever it is that works for you. But some kind of physical, you know, gesture. Some kind of tender touch. And then say what you would say if it was someone else in that position. Right, Say, it's okay, we're gonna get through this. I'm here for you. I'm here to help you through this, and I've got your back. You're not alone here. I'm with you, right? Say, you know, you might even say, it's okay, sweetie. It's okay, I know you're trying your best. I know you're, and these are deeply personal things, okay? So don't be afraid of it, right? And again, you can say it very silently in your mind, and you, nobody else ever has to hear you talking this way <laughs> to yourself, right? But go ahead, you know, let down that guard, and. Be really compassionate to yourself, like you would if you were comforting a small child who is going through a really difficult time, or somebody who is going through deep levels of loss, or whatever it is, somebody who's going through exactly what you're going through right now. What would you say to that person, right? What would you want someone to say to you right now? And say that to yourself, not only with the words, but with the softness in your voice, right? Okay, so to recap, step one, notice. Okay, This is a moment of suffering. This is a time of difficulty. Number two, realize that you are connected to, to almost billions of people in the world right now. You are connected to through this suffering. And number three, talk to yourself through this suffering with the support that you would give to another or the support that you want for yourself and accompany that supportive words and and tone of voice with a little physical gesture hand on the heart hand on the cheek hugging yourself holding your hands and squeezing a little squeezing your knee whatever it is that works for you all right if you would like written instructions on this practice, just email me. I will send them to you free of charge. There's nothing I would rather do than to do that, okay? And again, like I said earlier, if you're having trouble and you feel alone, realize that you're not. You're part of my tribe here. If you're watching this video or listening to this this uh, this podcast, I consider you family. So get in touch with me if you need me, okay? If you need someone to talk to, I am here for you okay because I have been there too I know how difficult this time of year can be especially in this year all right everybody thanks for listening I really wish you well and I'll be back again tomorrow to talk about how this time of year is so crucial for compassion because the people who you see who look like they have their stuff together and and are completely you know at ease with themselves inside they might be really really struggling so so let's talk about that tomorrow Okay. How we can how we can hold a little space in our heart for the people who, who might be struggling even if we can't see it. All right, everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I wish you well. I'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.